Uh, well, you might be able to take a COVID pill soon. Pharmaceutical giant Merck is seeking emergency authorization for oral COVID treatment. Okay. After compelling results in uh, in trials, that's the headline in the CNBC story. Supposedly a game changer. Merck releasing phenomenal test results for this experimental COVID pill. Apparently they beat uh, Pfizer to the punch. Merck announcing that today. That an experimental COVID pill has been developed and reduced hospitalizations and deaths by 50% in people recently infected with COVID. And so they're going to be asking for emergency authorization and uh, the news came as a welcome surprise to the public, although COVID cases are already waning in the United States and in hard-hit economies in Asia. The drug could welcome, or create rather, a real therapeutic advance that could dramatically decrease the risk of death from COVID. So there you go. On the show today, we've, uh, we've got uh, Tom Korsky. Always a terrific guest, our pal at uh, Blacklocks Reporter. Uh, they have this today. Uh, academics and human rights advocates say that uh, an Internet censorship bill proposed by Heritage Minister Stephen Gibault is, quote, aggressive, punitive, and disturbing. You think? The Trudeau regime is now looking to police social media posts for anything that might hurt somebody's feelings, particularly theirs. The bill uh, is going to be introduced, reintroduced after lapsing in the last parliament and would penalize bloggers, Facebook users, and internet publishers for legal content deemed harmful, and they'll decide what constitutes harmful. The story goes on to say, and it's uh, offering up this quote, the proposals fail to account for the importance of protecting the kinds of expression that are most central to a free and democratic society, including journalism, academic scholarship, and public interest research, debate, artistic creation, criticism, and political dissent. Hello. The University of Toronto's Citizen Lab wrote that in a submission to the Heritage Department. Does the government really care about any of that? No. They want to wipe out political dissent, in my humble opinion. Now, we're talking about a government that worships at the feet of Xi Jinping. Remember that. Trudeau loves Chinese dictatorship. And so anything that brings us closer to that ideal is good for him. And by the way, is the bought-off media cheering for Internet censorship? You're damn straight. Absolutely. They love it. They want more of it. Or some of it, anyway. The Department of Immigration, uh, in another story... In an internal email, this is also in Blacklock's Reporter, said it was looking to provide, get this, free accommodation for some 1,000 illegal immigrants and asylum seekers as a pandemic precaution. That came out in an email obtained by Blacklock's Reporter. Costs were not detailed, according to the story. Well, they say it's free. It's not exactly free to us. You see, we pay for that. I figure maybe $200,000 a night or so, to house a thousand people, if you consider food and incidentals, right? The department is is looking for about, this is a quote in the story, and this is the uh, email that they got hold of. 
The department is looking for about 1,000 rooms for isolation rooms for asylum seekers. Staff wrote that in uh, March 20, 2020. Documents did not disclose whether hotel rooms were booked or what funds were budgeted for the measure, so we don't even know if they spent that money or not. While they were throwing money at everything, I mean, there's nothing like a crisis. These guys, in a way, they like it because it just gives them carte blanche to spend like crazy. They just love spending our money. Well, uh, okay, what else have we got? So the government said that vaccine cocktails were okay, but apparently they might not be to Uncle Sam. I'm talking about like mixing you know, the Pfizer with the Moderna. I don't know how many of you out there got uh, one of each or mixing and matching. Uh, it may not be good enough for Uncle Sam. If Canadians looking to fly south, uh, you know, they're going to have to present their papers or whatever. And this story from the Globe and Mail, many Canadians hoping to visit the United States have been nervously eyeing incoming American travel regulations starting in November. The Biden administration will require that anyone flying into the United States be fully vaccinated. Those who don't comply will be refused entry. The U.S. has yet to approve the mixing of COVID-19 vaccines, meaning large numbers of Canadians who had two different shots might not be considered vaccinated south of the border. So what then? If you want that last flight out of uh, Saigon, out of, uh, you know, that communist China satellite state, I mean, what you got to get, so you got to get another shot. So now it's like, yeah, okay, so give me another Pfizer. I mean, is that what's going to happen here? Anyway, uh, but... I mean, the Canadian government pointed to some non-existent science to justify those cocktails. They just said, yeah, go ahead. It's fine. It's the science. But now, eh, you know what? Not so much. Also, today we got Don, uh, Dan McTague on the show. There is this story uh, from the energy front. Dan, of course, an expert in the field, according to me. That's right. Dan knows a lot. The looming energy crisis, could it cause deaths in some cases, a financial analyst and blogger by the name of Bill Blaine said that, uh, quote, investors I work with have becoming, are becoming increasingly concerned at the growing instability and insecurity of energy markets. The four times spike in gas prices this year has been a shocking wake-up call, highlighting energy insecurity in Europe, particularly the U.K., Gas prices will remain elevated for months to come. The consequences are going to be brutal and, get this, fatal for some. Energy, whether derived from fossil fuels, nuclear, or renewables, is a commodity. And the critical thing about commodities is, quote, you can't print commodities like you can print money. The rules are not the same. Well, does Mr. Popularity, though, Justin Trudeau, does he know that you can't print commodities? because he's destroying our resource sector, of course. Does his bought-off media know as they cheer for the destruction of that resource sector? Do they know that you can't print commodities? I don't think they do. And by the way, my friend Richard joins me for Sarat Petroni, another edition. I think you're enjoying that show. Hopefully you are. You can catch Richard's show, by the way, at 4 p.m. right here on Saga 960 a.m. Justin Trudeau, the most 
unpopular prime minister in the history of the country, vacationing in Tofino, British Columbia. Even as his daily itinerary tells us otherwise. That's right. Even his daily itinerary is lying to us these days, telling us that he was in Ottawa for private meetings. Eh, Not so much. As reported in the National Post in a statement yesterday morning, just after his plane departed, Trudeau said the first National Truth and Reconciliation Day was an opportunity for reflection. That's right. But apparently Mr. Popularity prefers to do his reflecting while surfing rather than attending events related to that event and our indigenous peoples. Remember, this is the same guy who said that Canada is guilty of genocide over the treatment of indigenous people. He said that. I mean, couldn't he have waited, I don't know, a couple of days before going on vacay? Well, the surf waits for no man, my friend. I see the Globe and Mail is turning uh, the sad end of a Calgary ICU nurse into kind of a martyr for the cause of COVID shots, lockdowns, and masks. The woman's name is Susan Faremsky, and before her death, she had uh, detailed the abuse that she had endured as Albertans protested mask mandates and forced vaccinations. Well, she died of a drug overdose, and... uh, we don't know what kind of drugs, a very sad end to this healthcare professional's life. But is the Globe trying to tell us that the protesters are somehow to blame for her severe anxiety that she herself said that she had? Is Susan Fremsky a victim of those people? You know what I'm talking about. The people Justin Trudeau demonized during the election campaign. And is the media now resorting to exploiting the death of an ICU nurse in order to shame anyone who opposes medical tyranny in this country? I simply pose the question for you, my friends. By the way, a lot of athletes don't want to take this thing. In the UK, only seven Premier League clubs have more than 50% vaccinated players. Yeah, there was a massive push of public relations campaign death over in the UK to encourage vaccination, but only seven of the 20 Premier League football clubs have more than 50% of the players on their squads fully jabbed. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Maybe a little bit. Hey friends, I want to welcome a new sponsor to the Mark Petroni Show, Better Contracting Services. With over 30 years of experience and 45,000 satisfied customers, Better Contracting Services is your choice for all your roofing and renovation needs. And join me every Friday at 1045 for Roof Rescue with Mike Graves, brought to you by Better Contracting Services. Listen, folks, Mike is, uh, is the kind of roofing guy, an expert you can trust. He, uh, he's worked with Mike Holmes, right? Holmes on Holmes, that guy. And so, uh, look, the bought-off media, you know, they can take government payoffs. We don't do that. That's what allows us to to be as critical as we are when they try to screw us over. So when you support better contracting, uh, you support the show. 